chaos is everywhere. Yo. How's it going? Good. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm happy to have groceries in the house and to be watching some Star Trek. Woo! And then welcome everybody to Chaos the Final Frontier. I'm your host, Jonathan Gilchrist. That guy over there whose Netflix is being her jabroni is Mr. Artie Weiss. Yeah, yeah, get it, get it. Trek! And today we're going back into Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Uh, this will be season three, episode thirteen, life support. Um, and yeah, it's a it's a, one of those episodes I skip, not because it's not a good episode, because it's a very I won't say heavy episode, but it's a very grim episode. But we'll we'll get into it. You, um, you, you skip it because fuck those Bajorans, am I right? Pretty much. Yeah, no, it's just it's kind of a sad episode, to be honest with you. But um, there's also some funny stuff which I can't wait to talk about because I didn't realize. I, I know what the B plot of this episode is, and I didn't realize it was the same episode as this A plot, and it's very <laughs> weird that they put them together. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we'll talk about it as we get through it. Um, so, yeah, I've got it up at zero. Um, are you ready to go? I am indeed. All right, we'll hit play in three, two, one, play. And, of course, everybody's talking about the fact that a Federation starship last week got, you know, completely destroyed, now like 300 feet away from the station. Yep. I'm just kidding. They never mentioned Voyager again. Nobody gives a fuck that Voyager is basically gone. Anyway, we'll get back into Voyager next week. Let's get into Jake once again trying to get a date. Girl, don't you know he's 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 with like he was with like a a fifty year old prostitute. You think he's gonna be into you now? I mean, Jake likes him older. That's what we've learned. Exactly. Oh, yeah, let's go to the Klingon restaurant. That guy plays a mean set of accordions. Yeah, they mentioned the Klingon restaurant, but they never show it again after that one episode of Bashir having a date there. Uh oh. Little known fact, she's actually 75. <laughs> Clear a path, people. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Bashir. We already thought of that. Yeah. Our first thought was, oh, yeah, let's run down there instead of using the very convenient transporters. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's a good idea. We only haven't, we've only had that technology for a long amount of time now. I don't know why we wouldn't think of using it. So we just saw that, uh, Kai Wynn is going to be in this episode, and that means we're going to hate her. Yep. Um, interestingly, I just want to keep an eye on this. She was the actress was sick during the filming of this episode, 
And so she had the flu and every, she basically had to lay down in between scenes. Mm-hmm. So writers thought they didn't actually get the same level of like nastiness out of her. I'll get into this more in a second. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yes, before we continue that. And um, next we're here to hear the new and improved Voyager soundtrack by Mr. Artivice, so that's going to be fun to listen to. Yep. yep. Um, but the, re- the reason that that like stood out to me and was like kind of shocking is this episode of episode that I deeply hate her in. Like this adds another level of like dislike to this character that I can't believe that the writers didn't think they got enough out of her. Hmm. So, oh, uh, this episode aired on January thirty first, nineteen ninety five. For everybody keeping track at home. Oh, well, isn't that convenient? Yeah, I mean, it was about a week after the last one, so. Well, 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 looks like the pieces are all coming together. Um, I have nothing to say to you. <laughs> well, isn't that convenient? <laughs> yeah, isn't that just lovely? I, I don't even, I, I don't know if my brain just shut off or, like, you're, 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 Ignorance is making me tired. I don't know what happened, but I, I heard that ignorance is bliss. If only. Oh. Bum, bum, bum. So yeah, just if anybody's not watching along, the there was a crash or like a damage of a shuttle ship. Uh, Vedic Burial, who is Kira's like boyfriend for the last like two or three seasons, whatever it's been, is badly injured, and Kai Wynn was also injured. So, although she's not nearly as injured. Yeah, the emissary. I think this is the first time we get to see the surgical gear that they wear in uh, at least Deep Space Nine Star Trek. Yeah. I don't know what the difference is, like what kind of surgery requires the extra, you know, anesthesia or the extra, what's the one for? Antibacterial work. I think the actual answer is just whenever there's a very serious operation, it just makes it all seem much more, you know, this isn't just an everyday thing he's doing. He's having to work new small, real wacky shit. So weird looking though. Yeah. Oh, it was your intention, I bet. Oh, isn't it always? So basically, Vedic Burial and Kai Wynn were going to go on a secret peace mission um, to try and open up negotiations with the Cardassians for like a peace treaty. 
I'm sure the Cardassians. Yeah, just totally. In a minute. Oh yeah, for sure. They, yeah, that definitely seems like something they would do. In no way do they cover up their own history. Like seriously, that's totally believable. Of course it does, because he's he should have been Kai. Because he's an adult, unlike yourself. I don't, well, to be fair, I don't doubt what she said there for one second. When she was like, I don't think I could have been forgiving if I had lost. It's like, no shit, Sherlock. You would have probably had him killed at this point. Exactly. He would have been alive a week. Like, you know that guy would have gotten assassinated. So. I mean, I guess since this um, happens right here, um, I can sort of tell you more about the background of the story because I didn't know exactly when it happened. But Vedic Burial is at this point dead. And um, the show is called Life Support for a reason. It's actually, the original idea was based on Frankenstein. So he's not going to stay dead for the whole episode. How's that? A brain scanning machine. Because he's dead, they're going to try and do an autopsy. Yeah, uh, so the original, <laughs> the original idea for the episode was to have like an ambassador that we've never met before get hurt in a, in a thing and basically turn Bashir into Frankenstein, bringing him back to life because the ambassador was there to like make peace with the Romulans. Uh-huh. And... Um, the whole reason that they didn't like the idea of the episode was because nobody gave a fuck about who the ambassador was. So ah. that's why they changed it to Vedic Burial because we know him, so it has more of an impact. That's fair. And actually, and this was interesting to me, apparently before they got to Burial, they thought about doing it with Chief O'Brien, um, but that was only because there were rumors that O'Brien was going to leave the show. And he was like, no, uh. no, I'm not leaving. You don't have to kill me off. <laughs> Who needs oxygen for their brain for 40 minutes? I certainly don't. Yes, the neurons might resume their normal firing pattern. 
Now we just need the giant lightning tower to strike the body. Just so happens I have one of those in the third closet to the right. Oh my god, it's alive. I mean, my personal beliefs is might as well just go ahead and shock my brain as much as you want. If I wake up, great. If I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Oh my god. Sorry, I kind of gave it away with the Frankenstein thing, but eh, it was going to happen in five minutes anyway. <laughs> I I'm more than Spock? <laughs> no. No, wrong show. I more than half assume that everybody's already seen these episodes except for you, and that we're just doing like a DVD commentary. But um, in case you haven't, sorry that I ruined that for you. The man just came back from the dead and she's already talking about resuming negotiations. That seems like a horrible idea. Why? I, I don't get what the problem is. No, you're right. I mean, I feel like he's had enough lying about. He's time to get back to work. up knock listen man I gotta cancel I got a chance for some strange I wish you would stop calling it that that seems very weird <laughs> Nog understands. It doesn't seem like a Ferengi thing to say, to be honest with you. Yeah.
<laughs> I like that. You got someone for me, right? He's that friend. Oh, gotta love that friend. I can say, no matter what else you can say about me, I was never that guy. Not, yeah, no, I just, I don't, like, Doc, this is a one-on-one date. We, this episode's fun because, um, again, the B-plot's very light, but we get to also see what a Ferengi's like on a date, which is interesting. Wait, you don't regularly wash your earlobes? I mean, who does? Am I right? I can't believe this loser wants to hold off discussions. Okay. So here become here comes the crux of the issue basically. Yeah. Only way he's going to live is they put him in a stasis for maybe months, maybe longer. And of course the talks are going, so he's going to delay that and the Kai is going to also delay that and well, you can guess what's about to happen. Right. Kill yourself, bro. Like, seriously. It's called marijuana. I mean, when isn't there risk? In Star Trek. I mean, when it comes to Star Trek medical stuff, usually not much at all. <laughs> but when you get to the point where you're bringing people back 40 minutes after they died, it makes a difference. Ah, yes, the will of the prophets. Yeah, this this is something I'd never... It's not in my make, makeup. Like, oh, there's a chance I can live? 
or I'll get a few extra days. I'm going to go ahead and sit in the States to fuck everybody else. Mm-hmm. Wake, wake me up in six years when you figure out a cure. They'll be okay. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, there, there's no way there could be more Bajoran prisoners. Remember the time that O'Brien and Kira had to go and rescue all those people? I'm sure there's nobody else. Can't remember if he's about to ask what I think he's about to ask. Yeah, I think it includes the space station. Mm. I might be wrong about that, but I think it might. That wouldn't surprise me. So yeah, the Cardassians were willing to pay war reparations if the Bajorans returned every piece of Cardassian technology that was left after the occupation. Which would technically include Deep Space Nine. Yeah, he did say on Bajor, so maybe it doesn't... Yeah, that's space. true, actually. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's why I'm not 100% sure, but it would definitely fit with the Cardassians. Yeah, you're chosen, you asshole. Uh-huh. I don't like her. Because I'm unwilling to do it. Basically, it's what it. That's basically what it is. I'm unwilling to make the effort because I should have never had this job to begin with. Basically, yep. Oh, this isn't good. <laughs> yeah, no. Like I remember this subplot. It's a very memorable B plot, but I had no idea it was a part of this episode. And it does feel very weird to have these two stories together. It really, really does. Nog is so weird. Also, like, honestly, for, you know, actually, I will say that's kind of confusing is, uh-huh. like, 
Ferengi, you would think Ferengi have enough knowledge of like the rest of the of like the Star Trek universe, right? To where even if those are their personal beliefs and like and everything, you would think they'd be smart enough since they're like negotiators and stuff. You'd think they'd be smart enough to like not to like keep it toned down, like when they're right. interacting with other species. And as you're saying that Mog Nog is telling the woman to cut up his food. Yeah, exactly. You know, I would say, like, honestly, just today I was reading a book about uh, Peter the Great of Russia, and it goes through a lot of his own society. Um, and the way that the Russians would, like, Russian men would expect, like, Western women to react is a lot like that. Like, they just expected them to be just subservient as Russian women were. So I can kind of see that it makes sense that, like, if that's your society, you just expect that to be the case. And clearly, a lot of women would not like that, and nor should they. But also, Nog's not, like, as far as we can tell, Nog hasn't been raised on Ferenginar, so it's interesting that he's still, that, like, set in their ways. Yeah, uh, that's true, too. It's very, yeah, it's very odd. Like, we don't know a lot about his mother, but I don't think she's been around for a long time, and he's been on that station, so you'd think he would have, like, picked up stuff about, oh, this is how Bajorans do it, and humans, yeah. and so on and so forth. Seriously, dope him up so I can continue to berate him with questions. Just so much hatred for this character. Ugh. 
Meanwhile, the prophets are like in the wormhole, like, what the fuck is that guy doing? He's supposed to be like alive for another 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like a, um, a abstract thought, like when people in our world say, oh, I'm you know, putting myself in God's hands. Their gods are literally like 10 feet out the window right there in the goddamn wormhole. <laughs> Oh, she's all sassy now. So Bashir trying to convince Kai Wen to do the right thing. I'm going to save you some time and uh, realize that's probably not going to happen. I mean, I don't think you want it to happen, but I feel like if it did happen and you still got your negotiations, you'd be okay with that. I, I simply don't have the soul required to do this. I'm sorry. Uh, you're asking me to do something for someone else. But that means that... I wouldn't get what I want. You see the problem? <laughs> she doesn't have to share the credit anyway. She'll make it so that she's the only one around. Yep. Good job. Yeah, like, oh, here we go. Fight, 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 fight. Like, I don't know how anybody, like, even the writers watches this episode and thinks that she's anything less than evil. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, seriously. Like she is pure, she is evil. Yeah. Like she, she might, she should be, she might as well be the big bad of this show. I'm gonna give you like a little. I won't say how, but in a way, she is. Like she very much figures into the finale of the entire series. So, that also means we have to deal with her throughout the entire series. 
Now you're all on board for the Ferengi Jake relationship? <laughs> Come on now. I know just the thing. Fireworks. <laughs> True. She couldn't wait. I wonder if that was a Star Trek reference he just made about the brain being the spark of life. Like it was mm. like one of the characters, or if it was like an actual doctor. I honestly don't know the answer. I would say it's probably an actual quote, just because I feel like if it was like a Bones quote or something, like it would have come up in the facts I usually see about the episode. What? Listen, I really want to start dating again, and this seems Seriously. like get there. Uh, ever since I kissed Tom Riker, it's just you know it's been all I've been thinking about. <laughs> That's what it seems like. He's like, eh, I can do without him. See, honestly, it's the actual, it's the writers. The whole reason that Varel uh, got to be the one is because we knew him, but they didn't really like his character and didn't really know what to do with it. So yeah. he, he had everything they needed for someone to kill off here. This feels like such a sitcom B story for such a dark A story. <laughs> That's actually um, him saying he doesn't know what a Tholian looks like is kind of an inside Star Trek joke because, um, and I don't know this episode specifically, but apparently you, the only time you see them in Next Generation, you only saw their head. So mm. not knowing what they look like is because you've never seen their whole body <laughs> on the show before. 
I think I guess on the Enterprise um, show, Star Trek Enterprise, you do see the whole Tholian, which maybe now that I think about it, I might know what they look like, but I can't remember for sure. Oh, for one thing, I'm smelling blue right now. Browse <laughs> and spawn yourselves. <laughs> she was over there like, I fucking told you this was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Nog is suspicious because he's not in enough trouble. Yeah. Man, now he's got a brain on him. Yeah. I think this is the first time you really get to see it, but yeah, no, it definitely comes up more and more as the series goes on. That's not, oh, that sounds so gross. So, just for everybody not watching along, in traditional friendly homes, the females chew the food for the males. <laughs> that is so gross. And I love that they, they do bring that back because eventually we do meet um, Nog's grandmother, and she's and she likes uh, Rom better than Quark. And she's like, for you, Rom, I will I'll chew up your food for you. Fair point. Do you want to make out now? No, no. Sorry, Uncle Cork told me it might be a good idea. He's, he said he, he thought there was a woman once. 
or what something I don't know. He, he told me this thing he used to do when he was a teenager called a circle jerk. I I, <laughs> I don't understand all the mechanics. So, yep, we get the uh, peace treaty with Cardassia. And Morale's going to be fine. Eh. <laughs> it's more like he played Dodd and then tortured a man for a few days. Right. This is the first time Quark's ever met Kai Wynn. That's. I mean, it does look like a very impressive souffle from Cork. She couldn't be more disgusted. Wouldn't you be? Dirty, dirty, dirty Ferengi. <laughs> oh, now it's time to listen to Dr. Bashir. Yep. Like, seriously, how did anyone look at this and like, oh, she wants to bring her A-game? Seriously, yeah. <laughs> like, she's evil as fuck. <laughs> like, she's about as evil as it gets. Honestly. Yeah. And that'll be the end of Vedic Brile, so. Yeah. Apparently when this episode aired, um, the uh, writers got angry letters from a group calling themselves the Friends of Vedic Burial. <laughs> they were really pissed that he had died, and they sent pictures of them holding memorial service for the character. <laughs> oh, just to give you an idea of how serious some people take Star Trek. He never wanted to be Darth Feryle. It's the beginning of the Sith Lords in Star Trek if he were to survive. 
Well, Wynn got herpes, Shitty. Pretty much. I mean, maybe, maybe, um, and this isn't even her being a nice person, but since he's going to be dead anyway, he could, she could name it like the Varial Priest Treaty. I think the Wind Peace Treaty sounds so much better. <laughs> That's fair. He would have made a really good guy. <laughs> He's dead now. Oh, that's nice. Well, Kira's back on the market. Uh, yeah. All right, so yeah, that's the end of the episode. What did you uh, think of the overall episode? Eh, it was fine, I guess. Um, it was very weird having both of those uh, plots kind of like go together. Mm-hmm. <sighs> no, I can kind of understand why they did it because they probably, in their heads, they were probably like, well, we don't want this to be all sad. You know, we need to have something lighten it up a little bit. Right. But like yeah, no, that's, that's what the like writers said, like the quotes I read from them, like, yeah, we, we were we thought we could light it up and then we saw the dailies of the two things back to back and we're like, What the hell have we done? Yeah. And <laughs> like to the point where like I love both those stories, but it it's they're so different and so just they don't go together at all that in my brain I've completely separated the Burial story from the Jake and Nog story. I know them both really well, but I had no yeah. idea they were the same episode. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, that's it for this one. Next week we're going to episode two of Voyager. Um, I don't know what the title of it is, uh, but yeah, basically it's it's pretty much just right after they've decided to stay in the Delta Quadrant. I believe, if I remember right, this episode deals a lot with like trying to integrate the two crews together, which is kind of cool. Um, so yeah, that'll be next week. This week on Wednesday, we're doing Chaos of Ringside. A lot of stuff to talk about, you know, AEW-wise. I still haven't watched Rampage as we're recording, so I got to watch that. Oh, yeah, um, you got to watch that one. I did sit down and watch the whole CM Punk MJF thing, and that was, that, yeah, the whole thing oh. together was just amazing. Um, oh, sir. Oh, <laughs> So we'll definitely deep dive into that. Um, man, I'll tell you what, man. If that if that dueling promo doesn't get your dick twitching just a little bit, my God. <laughs> your needle dick, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> your, your needle dick. Um, yeah, so there's that. And I believe if I'm doing my math right, when this comes out, the, like, the day before on Sunday, we would have released uh, – um, XIX or 19 or 20. There's a bunch of different titles for it, but it's the Slipknot song I did uh, with DJ Madman for Chaos Traveler. So check that out. And uh, I hope everybody enjoyed the Thanksgiving special. Um, it's a it's a pretty short listen. It's only like a 20 minute episode because it's only a Power Rangers episode, so it's really short, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of fun. <laughs> and uh, yeah, 
I think that's about it for now. Did you have anything else you need to add here, buddy? Uh, just uh, hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, I also hope everyone has a good rest of their holidays as well, you know. And, uh, yeah, just uh, anyone who watches us, please keep supporting us and reaching out to us with any ideas that you guys like. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't said in a while, but if you want to reach out to the show, you can write us at chaospodshow at gmail.com, and we'll take suggestions or comments. And, uh, yeah, we'll, you know, if you have a question you want us to answer on air, I don't know who would ask us a question, but if you did, I would gladly read it on air. So, yeah, just let us know what you want to hear. Otherwise, we'll just keep going where we're going. Uh, I think next month is going to be, uh, it's going to have some Beast Wars in it somewhere. I know that much. And uh, we already know that on a new, um, yeah, New Year's Eve, I'm going to release Waterworld. So that's what we're looking for in December. So other than that, we'll just keep chugging along. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Deuces. Ah.